wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. Do not make long-term decisions with short-term emotions. Great exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreOldDay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you expected to achieve is yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative that is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is how to not be stupid. Yes, how to not be stupid. Now, I've talked about stupidity and its different forms and uh, manifestations in episodes 1901. I'm going to tell you what those topics were about so that you can go reference them for yourself all at workonyourgamepodcast.com. That topic 1901 is about how to accept stupid people. Episode 1357, Letting Stupid People Be Stupid. And episode 1125, Ignorance Versus Stupidity, The Difference Between the Two and What It Means for Your Future, amongst several others where I've talked about this subject. But I never did it as straightforwardly as I'm going to do in today's episode. So let's get right into it because I don't even have to give you too much of an intro here for you to get everything I'm going to share here today. So let's get right into it so I don't step on any of my points. The topic, again, is how to not be stupid. Now, before I go any further, first of all, let me tell everybody, I have a daily motivation text that I send out for free every single day to everyone who's in my text community. You want to be in that community and get that daily motivation message, all you got to do is text me at my number, which is 305-384-6894. Everybody who's in my community will get that text every day when I send it out. It guaranteed to keep you focused, sharp, and on point throughout the day in front of you. And you can respond to any one of those texts and you'll be communicating directly with me because that is not outsourced. The number once again, 305-384-6894. Now, getting to our first point, topic again, how to not be stupid. First of all, let's get clear on the difference between ignorance and stupidity, as covered in episode 1125. Being ignorant simply means to not know something. Okay, It's not necessarily a negative thing if you find yourself ignorant in some category. It just means you don't know what's going on. All right. We take all kinds of every day, all of us, we take all kinds of proactive measures to cure ourselves of our own ignorances. 
such as signing up for courses, attending events, reading books, listening to podcasts, watching videos, reading articles. We do these things to learn, to get new information, to educate ourselves. That cures us of ignorance. Education cures one of ignorance. Information cures you of ignorance, at least when you consume it and you do something with it. Ignorance is okay to even to be sustained as long as it is either in an area in which you do not need knowledge or information, meaning an area in which you're okay being ignorant because you don't need to apply anything in that area, or it's an area in which you are proactively combating your ignorance. Those are the only two times when ignorance is okay. It's an area where you're okay not knowing anything, or it's an area where you're just actively doing something to figure out how do I plug these gaps. So for example, I'm ignorant on the finer points of how to play tennis. I'm ignorant when it comes to figure skating. I'm ignorant when it comes to how to wire electricity in a home. I'm ignorant in all of those areas. I'm ignorant about anything under the hood of a, most of the things, under the hood of a vehicle. You're not going to see me sliding underneath a car to fix it and all that with the grease stains and all that stuff on me. You're not going to see me doing any of that stuff because I have a high level of ignorance in those areas. I do not know what is going on. And you know what? In each one of those areas, I'm okay being ignorant because I don't plan on ever needing to apply any knowledge in those areas. I don't have it. Therefore, I either need to get it or I need to not need to apply it. And I've chosen a ladder. I will not need to apply information in those areas. There are other areas, however, in which I've been ignorant and I'm working to plug my gaps of ignorance. For example, these days as an entrepreneur, I have plugged a lot of gaps when it comes to my ignorance and how to run a business, when it comes to marketing, when it comes to selling, when it comes to copywriting, when it comes to creation of offers, when it comes to just running business, period, advertising, all of these things. I plug gaps of ignorance. And as I'm a continual learner, I'm a sponge, always learning and getting better. I notice sometimes that there are some ignorances that I wasn't even aware of that I had. But as soon as I become aware of those ignorances, you know what? Oh, there's, here's an, another way, another thing I can learn about selling. Here's something else I can learn about advertising. Here's something else I can learn about putting together a sales funnel. Here's something else that I can learn about how to sell products and services and offers and people and who I'm selling to and putting together an audience. Here's another thing I can learn about advertising. So there are still, even in areas in which I am knowledgeable enough to teach, I also have the humility to be a student. I talked about this in episode number 1415, competence of a teacher, humility of a student. That means there are times when you're the one in the front of the room telling everybody what they need to know. And there are times when you need to be in the audience listening and learning about what you need to know because you can't give what you do not have. So if you're not learning, then eventually you're going to run out of material to teach unless you keep teaching the same stuff over and over again, just find new people to teach it to, which is possible as well. But I want to be able to keep giving. So I'm always getting. So I'm always working on both ends of that spectrum. So there are areas in which I am ignorant and will remain ignorant because I'm fine not knowing everything in that area. That is not one of my areas of focus. And there are also areas in which I am knowledgeable, but at the same time, accepting that I probably don't know everything. So I'm continually learning and looking for new information I can gather, utilize and apply in my life and in my business. So that's the taking the proactive measures when it comes to the ignorance. You just need to know what areas are you okay with ignorance and what areas are you not okay with ignorance. If you reach a point where you realize that you have ignorance in an area, but you do not want to be ignorant, you're not okay with not knowing. You're not okay with not having information, but you're not willing to do anything to cure that ignorance. You're not willing to do anything to plug that gap. That's when your ignorance 
morphs into stupidity. Because now you know that you don't know. And you know that you need to know, yet you're not going to do anything to know. That's when you become stupid. Stupidity is basically the next level after ignorance. Stupidity is like what happens when you got a small tweak in your tooth somewhere and you know you need to go to a dentist because it's a warning sign of a later problem, but you don't do anything and you just keep using that tooth and eating candy and doing whatever it is that you're doing. And it just gets worse and worse. So eventually it becomes a toothache and you can't even go to sleep. And now you got to go to the emergency room and all of that stuff. That's how ignorance turns into stupidity. All right. Starts ignorance is just a small tweak in the tooth. Stupidity is a toothache where you can't go to sleep. You can't function until you go to the dentist. So that's how one becomes the next. You let ignorance metastasize and it becomes stupidity. Now, with that baseline established, let's move on to point number two. Today's topic, once again, is how to not be stupid. Number two, do not make long-term decisions with short-term emotions. This is one of the keys to not being stupid. And actually, I just gave you an example right there. A short-term emotion might say, well, this toothache will go away if I just ignore it. That's a short-term emotion. You are rationalizing a situation that you know is not going to go away. With your short-term emotion, you made a long-term decision to not do anything right now which would help you in the long term. So you made a long term, no decision and not making a decision is a decision. And it ends up costing you more in the long run because you waited too long to do anything about it. That's a short term emotion leading to a long term decision. And it ends up costing you more later than it would have cost you had you handled it at the beginning. Successful people handle things when as soon as they see them as an issue, they do not allow them to metastasize, get worse, get bigger, get stronger and become a bigger problem than what they were when they first noticed them. The more successful you are, the more personal initiative you have, the more mental toughness and discipline you utilize in handling situations before they become bigger problems than they need to be. So while I have defined stupidity as doing the wrong thing when you know it's the wrong thing, when you're in an emotional state, you may not have time to process that what you're doing is the wrong thing. So this is why this point is so important. Right? Everyone understands that you don't want to make long-term decisions with short-term emotions on a logical level, everybody gets that. But when you're in the midst of a situation, you're in the middle of an argument or you're in the middle of doing one thing and then this other thing comes up that you may or may not need to address right in that moment. When you're in an emotional state in the moment, you don't have time to process the fact that you're doing something that is probably not a good idea. However, even with this being true, it is still stupid to allow your emotions to control your actions and your decision making or your indecision, especially if you are a listener of this show. You're listening to my voice right now. You're watching this on video. You listen to me on audio or you're reading this and I wrote it down. It is stupid of you to allow your emotions to control any decisions that you're making because I told you how emotions are great gas pedals, but terrible steering wheels in episode number 2155. You shouldn't be making any decisions based on your emotions. Your emotions should drive you forward after you have made a decision. So you make a decision with your emotions, decide which direction you're going, then use your emotion to push you in that direction. But do not use your emotion as a compass to decide which direction to turn to. That is a bad decision. It usually leads to bad outcomes or outcomes that cost you a lot more than they should. And here's the reason. Because I told you in that episode that allowing your emotions to drive your direction or choose your direction, rather, is a bad idea. So you're aware of it. If you heard episode 2155, that means you have the knowledge. And once you become aware of something, if you still act in defiance of the knowledge that you have, then you're being stupid. Let me say that one again. Once you acquire knowledge and you are aware of something, doesn't matter what it is, any action that you take that is in defiance of that knowledge is by definition stupid. 
So if you know that staying up late and instead of getting eight hours of sleep, you only get five hours of sleep and you know doing that is going to hurt your performance in the gym the following morning, but you do it anyway, you're being stupid. If you know that not getting enough sleep is going to hurt your cognitive function the next day, you're not going to do as well on your test at school or you won't be as mentally sharp for the negotiation you got to go through tomorrow, you're being stupid. If you know that you need to prepare for this big sales presentation you got coming up, yet you don't prepare because you're lollygagging and playing around and scrolling through your Facebook feed and arguing in the comments section on YouTube with somebody who you don't know, and then it hurts your sales presentation preparation, you're being stupid. Anytime you are aware of something, yet you defy your own knowledge, your own intelligence, you are being stupid. That is the definition of being stupid. So in other words, what I'm telling you here is when you are aware of something and you know how it works and you know what's the smart way of handling it and you don't do it, you're being stupid. So so to break this down and flip it around and put it in a, a positive tone to tell you what to do instead of what not to do is follow your own intelligence. What you are aware of and what you know to be true, act on it. Is that a simple enough directive? Act on what you know to be true. If you allow something that you know is going to hurt you to happen anyway, you're being stupid because you knew better. All right. Everybody got that? All right. I think I said it enough. Let's give you an example. I know many people, both male and female, who have participated in having unprotected sex with people with whom they have no intention of having a child or starting a family. If they had unprotected sex with this person, I know women who've done it. I know men who have done it. Actually, I know a lot of them. More, actually, now that I'm saying that, I'm thinking of more people that I wasn't even thinking about when I thought on my notes for this show. That's a stupid thing to do. If you don't plan on making a family or having a child with that guy or that girl, do not have unprotected sex with them. That's stupid. Now, you know better. On top of the fact that you could get some kind of a disease from that person, let alone the child. All right, both of them are pretty, or uh, the disease might not be permanent, but it's probably going to be very inconvenient for lack of a better term. And you know what the possible outcome is, right? You know better and you know what the outcome is. Why would you do this? Because of a short-term emotion. The short-term emotion is driving your decision-making. That's poor decision-making and it's stupid. Another example is any person who knows that your emotions may run hot. Any of you who might be a very passionate person, you're a person who when you get angry or when you get happy or when you get frustrated, your emotions tend to take control over you and you know this about yourself. You, knowing this, not taking proactive measures to learn how to control these emotions. If you know that your emotions can get out of control and get you in trouble because it's happened to you before, and by this point in your life, you know if you're this type of person or not. Since you know this, but you're not doing anything to counteract this tendency, you're being stupid because you know what happens? Those emotions will inevitably run hot and you will be in some charged up situation. Your emotions will control your thought process. They will overpower your logic and you will do something that has a long-term consequence based on a short-term feelings, i.e. the same thing that's happened to you in the past. You already know about this. While it was not your thinking that caused you to take that action in the moment, it was your emotions. You knew that you had an issue that would cause this to come up, that you would not use your thinking and you would do something emotionally, yet you didn't do anything to deal with it. You didn't do anything preemptively to deal with this situation and it caused a problem for you, period. So in the big picture, what does that make you? In the big picture, that makes you stupid because you knew better. You already knew you needed to do something about this. You didn't do anything. Then a bad thing happened. And then you're kicking yourself like, damn, you know what? I was supposed to do something about that. I didn't do it. You know what? I was supposed to fix that. 
but I didn't fix it. All right. It's stupid when you know that there's an issue, yet you don't do anything about the issue. And then you just allow the issue to get bigger and bigger and bigger until the issue overpowers you. All right. This is what people do all the time. And you may call it carelessness. You may call it a lack of discipline. You may call it you're not being accountable. You may call it you are messing up. All of those are true. Let's also call it stupid because calling it stupid, it may touch you at a level that calling it undisciplined or unaccountable might not touch you. You can call yourself undisciplined and unaccountable and laugh at it, right? So you can't call yourself stupid and laugh at it. Nobody laughs at calling themselves stupid unless they're joking. So I'm just putting another word to this that hopefully, maybe for some of you, it might light a fire under your ass to do something about these issues that you know need to be addressed. And all of us have issues that we know need to be addressed. Question is, are you doing something about them or are you being stupid? It is one or the other. Point number three. Today's topic, once again, is how to not be stupid. Number three, do not allow ignorance to be a reason for your failure more than once. It's okay if ignorance is the cause of your setback or challenge one time. After the first time that ignorance causes you an issue, it is no longer accepted as a reason for your situation. If you suffered a setback or a challenge in your life due to ignorance, meaning not knowing, I just didn't know this, so I ended up in a bad spot because I didn't know what I didn't know. Okay. We call that unconscious incompetence. That doesn't mean anything's wrong with you. It just means you're human. All right. No human being knows everything about everything. Right. So, of course, there are going to be times in your life. There have been. There may, might be some right now and there will be in the future. Times where you just didn't know something and it cost you something because you just don't know. All right. None of us can anticipate every possible thing that could happen in our lives. If we can't control other people, we can't control the weather, we can't control circumstances. We can only control ourselves. And sometimes we just don't know. However, once ignorance has hurt you one time, meaning you got into a bad situation because you simply did not know what was going on, that should never happen to you again. You ever had one of those email scams? They don't happen as much these days, but back in the days when you get those email scams to say, hey, you might win, no, you are a prince in Africa, left you $10 million or something like that. Those kind of scams. And there's scams that come in all different kinds of shapes and sizes. There's been some that come through the phone. There's some that come through email. There's some that come through physical mail. They don't happen as much these days. The spam filters are up and they're catching them a lot better. But back in the days, those kind of things happened. I mean, the reason why those scams went around so much, I mean, many of you might have looked at them and laughed at them and said they're so funny. But those the reason those scams kept coming around so much because they were actually getting people to go through and do the stuff and they were actually getting money out of people. They were scamming people, but the scams were working. All right, you don't see that kind of scam being run for so long so often to the point that all of you know what I'm talking about. And we're all from different parts of the world, different backgrounds, everything. We all know what I'm talking about. Those kind of scams don't become so widespread because they're not working. All right. They were actually getting money out of people. And here's the thing. If any of you ever fell victim to a scam like that or any kind of scam, you just shouldn't have it happen to you twice. See, if it happens to you once, okay, cool. You just didn't know what you didn't know. All right. Now you got yourself a lesson. All right. Whatever amount of money they got out of you, just consider that you paid for education. All right. Just look at it like that. You paid for some education and you got it, but it shouldn't happen to you again. All right. Once ignorance hurts you one time, you should never be hurt by that same ignorance twice because you already know that you had a knowledge gap that needed to be filled. So you filled the knowledge gap, hopefully with your experience. Now that shouldn't happen twice. It's kind of like driving your car into a pothole. You get a flat tire. You shouldn't get the tire fixed and the next day driving to the same pothole again. All right. You already knew what was going to happen. The second time around is the second time around that this happens is on you now. First time it was on them. As the saying goes, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice shame on me. So this shouldn't happen to you more than once. Anytime that ignorance has caused you an issue or you don't know something or you're in some situation 
or you notice some setting, let's just say, about your life or your career or your business or whatever is going on in your world that is causing you an issue and you know it's an issue, but you don't do anything about it. And then that issue keeps causing you issues. That issue leads to more issues. The issue is like issues having babies and it leads to more issues. And yet you don't do anything. Are you being stupid? Uh, you know better. Now, the question is, what are you going to do about this situation? That's the real question here. Not what is the situation? We already know what it is. All right, it keeps happening over and over again. So we don't need a primer on that. Question is, what are you going to do about it? And this is not one that just sit around and just look at yourself, look in the mirror, look at stupid. This is one where you need to actually figure out what you're going to do. And there are plenty of things you can do. The question is, what are you going to do? Let's recap today's class, which is how to not be stupid. Talked about stupidity in episodes there are linked down below in the show notes, 1901, 1357, and 1125. And by the way, every episode in history of the show is at workingyourgamepodcast.com. So let's get straight into it. Point number one, let's get clear on the difference between ignorance and stupidity. Ignorance means not to know. Stupidity is when you do know, yet you do something stupid anyway. You do something that's going to hurt you anyway. Ignorance is when you do something that hurts you and you didn't know better. Stupidity is when you knew better, but you did anyway. Now we got that established. Number two, do not make long-term decisions based on short-term emotions. Emotions are great gas pedals. They are terrible steering wheels. Do not decide your direction in life based on your emotions. Decide your direction based on your logic. Use your emotions to push you forward once the decision has been made. So once you become aware that doing something is a bad idea and is going to hurt you, there's no reason why that should happen to you over and over again. At that point, you become stupid. And I gave you a few examples of that. It's not your thinking that causes you to take maybe a make a bad decision in the heat of a moment when you're emotional, but it's your lack of thinking that allow your emotions to be in control of you anyway, because you already knew you had an emotional issue. So you should have handled that before you got into the heat of any moment. So in the big picture, you were still being stupid. Point number three, do not allow ignorance to be a reason for your failure more than once. If ignorance hurts you one time because you just didn't know what you didn't know, you were unconsciously incompetent. Okay, fine. You shouldn't be unconsciously incompetent twice in the same area. Right, that makes no sense. That's double jeopardy. Our double jeopardy is illegal in the court of law. It should be illegal in your life. Right, you should not fall victim to double jeopardy. You shouldn't get the same flat tire from the same pothole two times in a row. As the saying goes, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Two things for you to do now. First of all, go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. Join my mastermind programs and start working with me directly and in my groups directly and getting my access to all of my courses directly so that you can start plugging these gaps. You can start plugging these knowledge gaps, these ignorance gaps in your mind so that you are not making the same mistakes over and over and over again. And you are not seeing the same problems come up over and over and over again in your life, which happens to too many of us in life. That's number one. Again, I said, work on your game, university.com, have group and one-on-one -on -one options. And secondly, get my daily motivation text, which I send out to you for free every single day. All you got to do is text me at my number 305-384-6894. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text, just send a quick text right now to say hello to this number 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge. 305-384-6894.